that's how I know I fucked up when it came to my rap career. I was like, man, if I could just be able to buy new sneakers whenever I want. I might have shot a little too low. Raggedy ass dog. Got Loka bent over, rocking her shit. I ain't about to run out like, get, nigga, stop getting pussy. Bro, Milf Manor. Guess who the niggas is? All these bitches' sons. Some niggas fucking each other mamas. Motherfucking Joe Rogan. Yo, 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 what up, Joe? It's your boy. <laughs> Coming live from YMA Studios, it's the Danny Brown Show. You got none other than your boy, Danny Brown. <laughs> I got the Booth Boys with me. What up, y'all? What up, yo, man? Yo, yo. What's up? How y'all been doing, man? I ain't seen y'all in a minute, man. I miss y'all, man. We're good, man. I'm good. Working. I've been working, working. Be in the studio, you know how it is. Same here. <laughs> I told y'all, um, Peggy just came through not too long ago, and um, yeah, man, the album is, I guess we can say it's done. I guess I can say it's done. I don't know. I mean, it's never done until it comes out. I honestly believe that, but um, yeah, man, uh, the music that, um, I'm really excited um, for other people to hear it. That's all I can say. I haven't been, because uh, usually, that's the one thing I can say about me when I make albums, I'm always terrified. Like, I can't sleep at night. Like, every album that I put out, I've been like, niggas ain't about to like this shit. <laughs> like, I just know it. Like, no one's going to like this shit. Like, I fucked up. Like, my whole career, I just fucked up my whole life with this album. Every album that fucking comes out, I, I really just fucking can't sleep. So, um, But with this album, I kind of really feel like, um, just based on like what people probably will expect for us, from us, you know? Or I don't know. I feel like... Shit, you're getting your money's worth. You're gonna love this shit. If you if you're a fan of us, you're gonna love this shit. So um, yeah, that's a good that's a good thing, man. I'm um I, I can't say I'm feeling my best today. It sucks, man. When you when you kinda trying to do a podcast, um when you're not feeling your best, man. That um I guess that's how the pros do it, huh? No matter what they're going through. But yeah, man, Ditto. I had to lock Ditto back up, man. She just was um she was going too crazy, man. We recently um had to um dog sit for her um for my girl daughter. And um just did I was just she can't even be around other dogs type. That's where we at with it. Like you get what I'm saying? Like I I, I know, like, man, this like you can't take Ditto to a dog park. You know what I'm saying? Like Ditto Ditto and that bitch wilding out, cussing out everything. And I, I and the thing about it is it makes me feel bad. Excuse me. It makes me feel bad because you know, my girl, you know, she got ditto and, uh, you know, she work a lot. So pretty much ditto with me all day. And, you know, I, I've pretty much, I, I can say I've raised ditto in some sense, you know. So ditto is bad than a motherfucker. So it's like, what is my influence or what am I doing to dogs that make them like this? Hey, because I remember as a, as, as a kid, I told y'all about this. We had a, I had a Rockweiler that I named Loka. Why did I do that? I told I named Loka and I used to go out there um every every day, you know, with a fucking um tire inner tube. 
with an inner tube of, of a tire of a bike tire and just use the know let loca fucking chew on it you know just you know play that game with them you know what i'm saying you know snatching the shit i used to do that shit with her every day but what I've, i think i've learned that that's not really good for dogs that's what make them own that shit because they want to bite some shit and shake some shit you get what i'm saying so loca and loca end up becoming that kind of dog where um like let's just say um we had loca like um we had like a back room in the kitchen and Loka, that was like Loka own little bedroom. It was it wasn't necessarily a cage because it was like you know how you have those kitchens and it has like a a walk in to the back door. No one ever used that back door, so we just made that whole section Loka room. So Loka had the back door. So if a nigga tried to break in the house and come in the back door, nigga, that you came in Loka room. You came right into the lair. And she was gonna put you down for the count for real. Loka was a beast. But you know what the fucked up shit about Loka was that um one day us, you know, let Loka out, out, out the back door. Oh, you ain't even had to say that was another thing, too. You didn't have to do too much. You could just let her out. Oh, I, I was just saying that to say we would leave for like weekends or something, go to like um family trips and vacations. Loka break out the fucking back door or do some crazy shit, jump out the window and terrorize the whole neighborhood. For like a whole like where niggas would be like this is days before cell phones. So didn't nobody, you know. We'll come, we'll come back, and everybody be like, "Man, be, my whole family niggas didn't fuck with us in the hood." Like, man, that Rockwilder get out, man. Motherfuckers chasing kids. You know what I'm saying? The, for real, that shit was kind of fucked up. So, the hood didn't fuck with Loka like that. You know what I'm saying? But this is back in the days of Sega Genesis and shit, and niggas used to break in niggas' houses for their consoles. This was a thing that was going around in my neighborhood at the time. No one never broke at my house and stole my console. We had all the shits. We had Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. I can't remember this. You know what I'm saying? We had all we had all the consoles. No one ever broke at my crib and stole any of my consoles because we had local. But um, I remember one day, man, on that bullshit, playing the Sega Genesis or something like that. Let local out. Next thing we know. It's probably one of them times Loka was in heat. We see, I ain't even understand that kind of shit about dogs. It's some raggedy ass dog. Got Loka bent over, rocking her shit. Da, da, da. Oh my God. Ah! Me as a kid, you know what I'm saying? My whole shit, nigga, I'm fucked up right now. Like, oh shit. What the fuck you supposed to do? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still a man, so I can't be a hater. I ain't about to run out like, get. Nigga, stop getting pussy. Stop getting, even though they're animals. And at the end of the day, that's more of a, nigga, this they fucking animalistic instinct. This is what they do. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I can't get, nigga, I fuck around and die trying to intervene in this shit. So I had to let the nigga fuck. You know what I'm saying? I let the nigga do what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? And that was that. And, you know, Loka came back, you know, whatever. Like, damn, you a thought, Loka. All this training I've been doing with you to kill niggas trying to come in this bitch to steal the Genesis. You letting a nasty dog, a nasty dog. I swear this nigga's like a German Shepherd. He's like a German Shepherd with just with, but he had to be mixed with some milk because his hair was too long. So he ended up, so yeah, as a stupid, as, as not understanding animals in that situation. Nigga, nigga fucked, but I just forgot about it. We all forgot about it, my whole family. But we know it one day. Loka just looked like she about to pass out. Like, what the fuck wrong with Loka? Like, oh, she tripping. Next thing we know, babies started popping out this motherfucker. But we know it. It's mad puppies. 
Some of them died. Some of them lived. But now we got all these dogs. We don't know what to do with them. You know what I'm saying? We we still living on fucking welfare. This is a family on welfare, Beverly. This dog, it, it ain't like this. We we feeding this dog the actual fucking um a Rockwaller. This motherfucker eating spaghettios. He be mad as hell with diarrhea and shit. I told y'all niggas not to give me no spaghettios, man. That's the only thing we got. We giving this nigga whatever we can give him. He this nigga eating popcorn and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever leftover loca eat. And it's a Rottweiler. This motherfucker supposed to be getting ill shit. Whatever. So yeah, Loka, um, she dropped a few puppies. We gave the puppies away to whoever would take them. And after that. But at the end of the day, we had to keep like two of them because then nobody wanted to take them. So next thing you know, Loka, little room in the back that was her little condo to herself, then turned to three dogs back there. You know what I'm saying? Sad story, to be honest, when I really think about it. You know what I'm saying? Because my brother ended up getting a pit bull, too. He ended up getting a pit bull, which is, this. it's sad, but it's funny to me. This is the only time I've ever seen this. He had a pit bull. But this, my brother, he just, like, graduated from high school and shit. He, he just got, like, a lawsuit. He had money and shit. So, you know, he bought, see, that's some Detroit nigga shit. My nigga, my, my, my brother had a lawsuit. The first thing he bought was a Cadillac and a pit bull. <laughs> But with the Cadillac, he had the Cadillac. He was he was riding around, so he wasn't even trying to fuck around with the pit bull. You know what I'm saying? So he left the pit bull in the cage since it was a puppy. It was a pit bull that probably would have grew to like some big ass shit. But because he left this motherfucker in a cage so long, and ain't nobody else about to care about. It. We got Loka, the other dogs. We ain't give a fuck about this nigga pit bull. This motherfucker was locked in the cage. This this nigga dog never grew. Like his pit bull, like this is a dog that I swear I can't make this up. <laughs> and it looked it fucked up too. By the time I I can't even, yeah, that was animal cruelty. <laughs> that was animal cruelty. This nigga was in the cage. So a big a pit bull that's supposed to grow to like some ill huge shit. This nigga never grew past like he looked like one of those hot dog type of dogs. Like you know what I'm saying, like. Like, you seen it. Like, damn, what the fuck wrong with this dog? Like, but it was a pit bull. All right, anyway, let me let me just give you the story of Loka. I got to bring it back. So, yeah, um, Loka was holding shit down. And um, she had the other dogs. But like I say, she still would terrorize the neighborhood. The, I think I told niggas about this. Am I repeating the story? Uh, yeah, you said you said she bit someone, right? No, the niggas no. next door was running an um, auto shop operation out the backyard. You remember that type of shit? And the customers would come through, and them niggas, and she'd jump the fence, bite niggas, all type of shit. Them niggas gave her some antifreeze, and uh, you know the antifreeze tastes sweet. I don't know, um, cause I never taste any antifreeze, but for some reason I think it tastes kind of sweet. She couldn't stop licking that shit. I mean, Loka died, and that was that. And then we had the the nasty little scraggly dogs that she left behind. <laughs> you, <laughs> know what I'm saying, them dogs live terrible lives. I will really say that, man. Like one of them, we named Missy. I don't know why she was black as hell. We named Missy. All right, man. But yeah, I'm missing them. Uh, what was the other one's name? I don't even remember, man. That shit was like, bro, animal cruelty to the T, man. Uh, I'm not saying in the sense of, um, see, it's a different uh, form of animal cruelty in the sense of because a lot of people get um, get an animal through on them. 
that they didn't ever want in the first place. You know what I'm saying? They'll still take care of them. They'll still give them. It would be better for them to be, it's, it's a better living than them living on the street. You know what I'm saying? But um, at the end of the day, a motherfucker don't want them. So they're not about to show them the love that an animal needs. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I feel bad for Ditto. Everybody throw a um, free Ditto. You know what I'm saying? On, 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 in the comments of this video. Because, man, she a pound puppy now, man. Y'all remember pound? Am I not the only old nigga in this bitch that remember pound puppies, man? Pound puppies had an ill thing. Pound puppies. Pound I remember. Man, the, the theory of this, uh, uh, I mean, well, the premise of this TV show, Pound Puppies was a, uh, um, a cartoon. And uh, it was all about dogs that was locked up, like like orphan dogs. Like, motherfuckers was, um, you know, pound puppies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then they created an ill-ass merch line for stuffed animals. And you can buy the pound puppies like... Now the thing is about pound puppies that, that really got me fucked up as an adult because imagine if this was real humans. Like, you doing this adult. Like, so let's just say like a nigga locked up. We gonna, we gonna do niggas locked up. That was the pound puppy song. Pound puppies. But niggas locked up. Niggas locked up. But we just make stuffed animals of the niggas that's locked up. And instead of you adopting a nigga locked up or helping a nigga get locked up, you just buy his merch. <laughs> of his stuff, of his stuff toy. <laughs> he still egg because if he get out, it ain't no reason for you to even care about his merch. So that's the whole deal why you love him. Yeah, man. Um, another deal too, man. Um, y'all know me, man. Me and my girl, we love um TLC shows. Um, fucking um, just all of them, man. Ninety Day Fiancés and um, but they might have um went too far with this Milf Manor situation, man. Y'all know about Milf Manor, man. If anybody talked about it. Cause I don't want to be stepping on time them toes, man, with this one. No, they haven't talked about it. Oh man, y'all seen this shit? I All have right. not seen this. Is this a real show, bro? Milf Manor. <laughs> you know me, man. I'm. I mean, as forty years old, I love me a nice milf. But the premise of this show is that uh, they get a whole bunch of milfs, right? Not regular milfs, though. The horniest of the horniest milfs. The horniest, all these bitches is horny to the T. But this the kicker, you guys. This is where it all spins out of control. Because all these bitches feel like they're going on to this, um, like a love island type of situation. And they about to meet a whole bunch of, because all these bitches like cougar type of situations. They want young niggas. So like we about to go to this island of young niggas. Like, all these MILFs the, in a MILF manner. But guess what? Guess who the niggas is? All these bitches' sons. Andy, you f <laughs> did TLC go too far? So get imagine all these bitches got like a twenty year old. See, that's how they pick these bitches. These bitches is um nasty. They they ready for the action, but they also have a a son in their twenties. That's that's attractive. You know what I'm saying? So now you got all the milfs. 
looking at everybody's sons. It's like incest, like, it's, it's weird, though. Shouts out to anybody, whoever came up with this show, you niggas is the devil. Because at the end of the day, as much as I'm telling y'all this shit is wrong, in my heart, this shit wrong, I'm, I'm watching. I have to know. <clears throat> so these bitches about to be arguing with each other over each other's sons? You get what I'm saying? Son laid some dick down because put me in this situation as me being a son in the MILF manner. I ain't about to lock it in. My mama in here. I'm fucking all these bitches. It got to be one nigga in here with this thought process. Like, fuck that, man. My mama in here. I ain't about to, my mama ain't about to watch me wife know none of these old bitches up. I'm about to fuck all of them, though. My mom about to be like, damn, this nigga. He done came to terrorize this shit. He got all these bitches fucked up in here, coming to me, crying and shit. My mama hot. I'ma have my mama, cause that's the only way you gonna have your mama so hot and stressed out. She ain't about to be thinking about no dick from nobody else. So I gotta come through and fuck all these bitches and terrorize their lives to make them hate my mama so much and, and put so much pressure on my mama that my mama ain't about to be thinking about fucking these other young niggas. See, that's how you win the game. How would fights not break out every day between these dudes? Like, <laughs> niggas, oh yeah! yeah Nigga, you man. fucking with my mama? You fucking with my mom in front of me. <laughs> Hell no. But you fucking see, that's that's when shit get beefy. That shit, because you fuck my mama, I'm fucking your mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might even like your mama like that. But now you fucked my mama? Oh, I'm about to fuck your mama. That's the only way we could be even. So niggas fucking each other mamas. I'm just saying, bro, you don't see, this is not crazy. Why is this on TV? The thing is about TLC, man, the shit, as me being a kid, man, I remember Comcast Cable, man. I remember HBO where we had to go back. It was only when Cable first started. That's how old I am. I'm about to tell y'all kids, man. Uh, bro, you know what's fucked up about me? You know how I knew I was old? Because I I owned a black and white TV before. <laughs> Zolo, you ever had a black and white TV? I did not, no. I did. Bro. Yeah, I did with the dial instead of the numbers. <laughs> every, bro, every kid my age know this. You had a motherfucking, um, downstairs in the living room, y'all had the color TV. But in your bedroom as a kid, when you go to bed at night and you can cut your TV on, nigga, you had a black and white TV, my nigga. This shit probably sounds so crazy to a nigga born in 2010. Niggas had black and white TVs, bro. We used to watch that shit, too. Bro. <laughs> I'm lying, Annie. We used to watch that shit, too. You know, it's to watch that shit. You, I, I literally, as me being a nigga from Detroit, the only two things I remember watching, because um, watching your black and white TV was your mom sending you to bed. That was the, um, you know, now I know you kids got um, not see, I don't want to be sound like an old ass nigga be saying shit like that. But motherfuckers got computers in their room and shit like that. So you can watch whatever the fuck you want and do whatever that. But we had that black and white TV. And the only two things I used to watch, I mean, I had to go to bed. That TV wasn't there. You couldn't play video games on it. You couldn't do anything with it. That motherfucker had a clicker. 
the clicker break, you got to get the pliers. You get the pliers, you put that motherfucker on there, you turn channels. So the only two things we used to watch as a kid, um, we, um, I'm from Michigan, so we used to put Red Wing games on. As a black kid, nothing make you fall asleep faster than putting hockey on. You know what I'm saying? So as a black kid in, in Detroit, Michigan, I put a Red Wings game on a black and white TV, nigga, I'd be sleeping four minutes. Not even five. Four minutes. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, all right. But yeah, nigga had um and mash. You don't know y'all know y'all know what mash does? Yeah. Nigga, mash? Mash, Night Court, all those old shows. Night Court. I I heard they doing a reboot of Night Court. Did you see that? I didn't hear that, no. Yeah, they're doing a reboot of Night Court. Yeah, see, 2023. Fuck, I ain't about to to hate on it until it... But I don't be knowing about the reboots, man. I ain't going to hate on a reboot until they put me in one. I'm going to hate on reboots until... You know what I'm saying? I'm hating on reboots until they put me in one. Cause I, I I know I know some good reboots that I can be a part of. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I I've seen them shits. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would you be a part of? I knew he was gonna ask me that. I was thinking about that in my head to myself, <laughs> and I was like, damn. What 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 reboot can you really put Cuz in? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking about it. Like, damn man, what can you really put Cuz in as a reboot? So yeah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna answer it. I'm gonna answer it at the end of the show. So we'll, we'll we'll leave a cliffhanger. And I seen this nigga Zolo because I know this nigga Zolo be writing the um the scripts. I do not write any of these. This nigga said at any time, throw to the wheel in big bold ass letters. <laughs> and I remember because we haven't been going to the wheel, huh? We've been having um guests because we ain't did no um solos in a minute. But we haven't been throwing to the wheel. We in haven't a been. Damn, I forgot about the wheel. No, we haven't been going to the wheel. So yeah, next show. I mean, I I know that's that's something I need to be throwing out to the guests. I be on this motherfucker. I be talking too much shit. I be having. I be going through some things, man. ASAP Rocky and Need for Speed. I been going through some things, so I be having a lot of shit to talk about. I can't. I I don't have friends. It's the only time I get to talk to people. So, um, damn, they got dark, didn't they? <laughs> oh, I guess we gotta go to the wheel then, since I said it. Come on. Go spin to it. Spin that mother... Spin that... Spin that motherfucking wheel. All right. <laughs> Porta potties. I told y'all about the porta potty situation, man. Um, it's disgusting. It is what it is. Um, I will say, though... Um, like a place like Austin, Texas, that's gonna let people um, have encampments. Any other city, or if you're gonna allow homeless to have encampments, and I feel like the government, or whatever the fuck, excuse me, sorry, whatever the fuck that pops to do that shit, they should um, supply porta potties in all those situations. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas shitting on the street, pissing everywhere is is crazy. Now I'm gonna tell you. One time I remember I was in high school um, hanging out with my great friend, Derek White. <laughs> Shots out a little deep. Uh, this is one of my first time going to his neighborhood, walking up Claremont. 
in Claremont, you see, I'm from Linwood. Uh, see, this is going to be a long story. If I can go through the difference of that. I guess that's what podcasts are for. So Linwood was like some pimping shit. So Linwood always had like pimps, like bars, like, I remember like Hollywood fashions, like motherfuckers buy leathers and furs and shit. Like Linwood was a type of situation like that. Claremont is like from like the 12th Street area. 12th Street, all them niggas always known for like selling. They always had the dope. They always had the, you know what I'm saying, the money. So it was like a, like a so you got to look at it like Linwood shit was always like entrepreneurship, black man, a lot of black barbershops, a lot of like, you get what I'm saying, this one little neighborhood. Everything was black owned. I swear to God. Like, I can't make this shit up. But on 12th Street, like, they had the money to do shit like that, but they weren't doing shit like I mean, I guess they was, but it was more so just the hustle nature. Like, everybody in my neighborhood that I grew up with, it was all about black entrepreneurship. Like, everybody always get money and buy some shit. You get what I'm saying? It was always about, like, get hustle up. Like, if you, if you sold drugs, if you did anything, get money, boom, buy a business. That's why I feel so stupid. Why I never bought a business no dumb shit like that but um i'm I'm saying all this to say one day i'm hanging out with this nigga at the high school and i've seen a homeless lady and she's walking out you know i i i wasn't even used to this kind of even ordeal <laughs> i wasn't even you like me being like linwood this type of shit wasn't happening but it was like a nasty like she did have a fat ass though but she was like nasty, like a nasty homeless lady. But she was like, oh, she was just talking shit, like walking in front of cars and shit. But then she just pulled her pants down and then just squirted like uh, like projectile vomited out her asshole shit. Shouts out to YouTube for this monetization. Uh, rainbow of shit just splashed everywhere. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like shit, like really diarrhea, like shot in the ear. And I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life, so I'm shocked. I don't know what to do, but this is why I fuck with my nigga. Like, I looked at him, and he this is neighborhood. He used to, like, he from that kind of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I look at him, he busts out laughing, like, hard. Like, he could not, like, the hardest laugh I've ever seen him laugh in his life, like. Which made me laugh so hard. Like, I couldn't stop laughing. Like, we just running up the street laughing at this lady that just rainbow shitted in the air. So, I told all this. All right, whatever. <laughs> you know, 12th Street, that's where the um, 63 riot started at. All that shit was, was started from 12th Street. So, um, we'll get into some Axe Danny's. Axe Danny! Ugh! <laughs> Tell y'all motherfuckers all the time, hit me up. Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. You can also send voicemails to 512-522-9256. All right, we're getting to the first one. It's called Ask Danny. Life. Pisces. Uh, all right, what's up, Danny? It's Sam from South Africa. I'm 25. I'm a Pisces. Shouts out to the Pisces, man. See, man, we're going to get into I don't know, man. My mom was super heavy into astrology. My girl is super heavy into astrology. Like, she, I think that's, I don't even think my girl really liked me in real life. It's just because the astrology told her to. <laughs> she like, this nigga a Pisces. All the this, all this shit match up or what he supposed to be. All right. All right. <laughs> the thing is, I have a lot of interest that can't seem to stick to one thing before moving on to another. 
Overall, I'm just an RC creative individual. Since you're a Piscean, that's what they call them, Pisceans. We are together with multiple talents, interests, I'm assuming. How can I figure out what to focus on first without multi oh, multitasking <laughs> my ass? Nowhere fast. Love the show. What did this nigga just ask me? <laughs> I think he's just asking for life advice as a Pisces. <laughs> no, I mean, can I be honest? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm asking y'all, like, did what did he ask me? I think he's asking how can he focus on something and not get confused with all the different tasks he has to do. Bro, this nigga preaching to the choir. That's what we are trying to figure out, motherfucker. Uh at the end of the day. I would say you're a Pisces, and I get what you're going through, um, especially being in South Africa. Uh, um, yeah, man, I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, hit me in the DMs. Just just shoot me the DMs and say, Pisces Brothers, and maybe I can um, help you out there because I don't feel like you're really asking me shit. I just feel like you... Um, you kind of stunting on me. You know, you 25, you in South Africa. <laughs> you artsy and a creative individual. You have multi-talents. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you need my help for, nigga. You better not have no six-pack either. Like, I think you just fucking with me, man. <laughs> Hold up. The next one is addicted to roaches. I mean, what? All right, all right. Yo, Danny, what's up? Have a really bad weed expense habit. Everyone does. I honestly feel like I won't ever stop smoking weed. I said that too. I just need to make enough money to support my habit. That was, see, that was the one thing about me, man. I told myself, man, see, that's how I know I fucked up when it came to my rap career. Because a lot of niggas be like, man, I need to be on private jets and mansions. I was like, man, if I could just be able to buy new sneakers whenever I want and smoke weed all the time, I'm cool with that. <laughs> and I might have shot for the, I might have shot a little too low. You know what I'm saying? But I have been able to do that, man. If I never not been able to not buy a shoe that I want <laughs> when I want it, and not been able to smoke weed when I need to smoke weed. But I might have shot too low. Because motherfuckers, you know, niggas be balling off this rap shit. But that's what I was like, man. As long as I can buy some, give me new Jordans whenever I need to. Because I was like, man, I'm, I'm coming from selling dope. Like, I was like, that's why I, I had a whole theory. Like, I rap like I'm selling dope. Like, I'm just rapping for the same shit that I would get if I was selling dope. Plus, I mean, it's more, obviously. Like, when I was selling dope, but yeah, I can buy, I can smoke weed and fucking, um buy shoes and shit, but rap, I can fucking buy cars and houses and shit. You know what I'm saying? So so it is different. Don't let me don't let me lie to y'all. I seen that before in the comments. Most people be like, this nigga Danny always talking about how broke he is and this and that. This nigga ain't broke. And then y'all be feeling like I'm really broke. I'm really a nigga living off noodles and shit like that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not saying it like that. You get what I'm saying? I'm just talking about far as the uh industry that I am uh, that I'm in. Yeah, nigga. It's all fucked up for me. I told you, me and Will, 
Y'all talking about you addicted to roaches. I thought you was talking about, um, yeah, like me and William. We smoked that roach joint right before the show last time. But uh, what's concerning me is uh, that I'm addicted to more so to weed roaches. The shit hits different. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. Um, see, the thing is about um, the weed roaches, a lot of people hate on that because they feel like, you know, that's some broke. That's some brokey shit. To be smoking weed roaches? Yeah, that's some broke ass. That's some broke nigga shit, to be honest. But they do hit different. And uh, what that is is that if, when you smoke weed and you see it sometimes, like, you look at it and you see that THC leaking all over the blunt or the joint, whatever. You see that liquid. That liquid coming out, that brown, nasty shit. Sometimes it get on your teeth, get on your lips. It's disgusting. But that shit, for some reason, that comes out then you don't smoke. I mean, you know, then you put it out and then that dries up on the weed. And you open that up and then you, and then you don't know all the weeds, different type of weeds that you're smoking. You, you, you grab an ashtray, man. You might have been smoking all different type of packs. You mixing all these different type of, you got a gumbo. That's what I call gumbo. So then you roll up on them gumbo boys. Yeah. They smell disgusting though. I will say that. You, you know when a nigga smoking recycled weed. That's one thing about it. it. It does smell like poverty. So I will say that. Like as a baller, like if I'm really getting money like that. See that one day with William. It just was one of those, you know what I'm saying? Like I knew I should have got weed the day before. Like me, I'm see, I'm I'm 40 some years old now at this point. You know what I'm saying? So weed is not really um it's as much as a priority as it used to be 20 years ago. Before it ever be like a first thing. Like if I wake up and I ain't had no weed, like nigga, I will freak the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh you get what I'm saying? I'm going crazy. But now nah, sometimes I will run out of weed. Might not have weed for like a few days and be like, ah, oh, let me get some fucking weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. That's just where I'm at now with it with it. I think I'm uh, I'm close. I'm close to probably being done with weed, but I don't know. I don't know, man. It might be one of those things. Yeah, it is what it is. All right. Next up, we got five-hour energy phase. Hey, Danny. Thanks for the Danny Brown show. It's really getting me through work and life. I wanted to ask you, have you ever had a five-hour energy phase? Much love. What does the five-hour energy... You're talking about the actual, like... Nigga, I used to take Adderall. That's a 12-hour energy phase. <laughs> if anybody ever took Adderall, man, shout out to... Um, yeah, man. Remember they was talking about... Um, it was a, it, I don't know. Is, is it still an Adderall drought? It was looking bad for Adderall for a minute. Everybody was complaining. I've seen a lot of college kids screaming for their lives. Like, man, where is Adderall? It's going crazy. Oh, I was actually in um not too long ago, man. I haven't done Adderall in a long ass time. I was in Chicago and um shots out to Homegirl, whoever it was. I did a show and she gave me Adderall. She's like, Oh, you're the Adderall Admiral. I didn't even think about it. I just took the Adderall, put it in my pocket. But then I woke up the next day and I was tired. I was, um, you know, I was hungover from the night before. I wasn't feeling it. I didn't really feel like doing the show. I'm like, fuck, I got the Adderall, though. I took that motherfucker. And I ain't, nigga ain't take Adderall in years type shit. Like, I mean, I probably, I took some Adderall when I was writing Quaranta. When I was writing Quaranta, I was taking Adderall. I ain't gonna lie. Them bars ain't, come on now. You know, you know your man gonna PED it up. <laughs> Them wasn't just straight off the brain bars. I definitely was taking Adderall during quarters. But, um, yeah, I haven't took really Adderall since then. But I did take that Adderall, and I went on stage, and I had one of the best shows I had in the last three 
See, I mean, I had one of the best shows since I stopped taking it, I will say. But that's the that's the see, that's the the double-edged sword with it. Because it was a lot of time where I was taking Adderall so much where I get on stage and be like, oh, you motherfuckers ain't feeling these bars. And then you're getting too much in your head in the Adderall phase. You start cussing motherfuckers out in the crowd. Shit like that. So I yeah. I was on some shit like that at one point in time. Uh, next up. We got a <laughs> I had to get out of there. I had to get out of there fast. Coke problem. All right. My friends think I have a Coke problem, and I only do it on weekends. But I do almost almost every weekend. Stay up to like noon the next day drinking and shit. I just want to know what you think. Love you guys. See, you got to give more context to the story. But yeah, there's definitely a Coke problem. That's how a Coke problem starts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's not necessarily a Coke problem. That's how any um, addiction starts. Just with weekends, partying. Motherfucker work nine to five, Monday through Friday. But then on Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to have me a drink. I'm going to go and get fucked up. But yeah, man, I will say, man, me as a um, former, I mean, I, I don't live that life. Of, uh, 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 I, don't, I don't do the bumps no more like that. I don't do the bumps no more like that. So um, I don't miss that. You know what I'm saying? Like um, just being around, like just being coked up all night. And then you start seeing the sun come up. And you know you ain't nowhere near sleepy. The dick ain't getting hard no more. You done did all you can do. Y'all done peed on each other, kicked each other down the stairs, <laughs> called each other names, spit on each other, degraded each other. We done watched every porn movie and my favorites. There's nothing else we can do at this point, but it's six in the morning. The sun is coming up. It, neither one of us sleepy. So we just looking stupid at each other. And we just smoking cigarettes, making poor decisions in life. So I don't miss that. I love Coke, though. <laughs> but I don't miss that. But yeah, you a cokehead, nigga. That's how that shit start, though. Every weekend, hitting the bumps. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, before you know it, when you start doing Coke by yourself, uh, it ain't fun though. Coke by yourself it ain't fun. I would say, um, yeah, Coke by yourself ain't fun. It's just stupid, to be honest. Now Adderall, cause I mean I compared it too. See, I don't want this to become a drug thing. You know what I'm saying with me? And you like, cause I've seen that happen, where motherfuckers be like, "Yo, I'm gonna try this out." But no, sober dating. What's up, Danny? I've been single for a little over a year, and in the time I've stopped drinking alcohol. I'm 23, and it feels like any place to find a date or go on involves drinking. Yeah, that's, that's the hard part about it. Plus, I'm feeling a lack of confidence since I don't drink anymore. How do I get back out there? Thanks in the event. Piss on me. I mean, the, the only way you can get out there is you got to fuck with bitches that don't drink. That's the bottom line of that kind of shit. You get what I'm saying? Like any bitch that want to have a, a wine here and go to this restaurant or any other because that's my whole deal with drinking like i can stop drinking as much as i want to but everybody want to hang out when i go hang out there's always places that involve drinking that's that's what i'm saying that's why i feel like alcohol is the hardest thing to beat more so than any other drug or any other thing because like like even me like i always brag about how i quit lean and i feel like it probably was the easiest thing for me to possibly quit at that time because the lean that I wanted to drink, it was hard as fuck to find. And if you did find it, it was way too expensive. Like, you get what I'm saying? 
where I probably would have paid for it because I had the money to pay for it, but I would have felt bad for it. You know what I'm saying? That's what it, because you know, when you're paying that much money to do a drug, it's going to make you really feel like on some crackhead shit, especially when you know you got niggas in your family that could have used that money for a light bill or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't rich like that to where my whole family good. You know what I'm saying? So for me to be spending money like that on, on a fucking, you know what I'm saying? On a drug, that would have made me feel real bad. So, you know, 500 for a pint. I wasn't tripping on that. But once it went over 500 for a pint, shit got too crazy. And I know these new kids going to be hearing that like, what? Because I think pints like what? It got to like 3,500, 2,500. <laughs> and, and that was for act, for the pint. So imagine, and name niggas ain't drinking no act. All right, here we go. Rugby train, ran a train on my girlfriend. All right. The rugby team, y'all in Australia or some shit, huh? So, hey, Danny, love to show on your music. I have a serious situation I want to run by you. I've been dating a super bad bitch for about a year now, and everything has been going great so far. About 10 years ago, she was an assistant manager for a rugby team at her university and would let the team run a train over whenever they would go out for drinks, dinners, and team-building events after practices because it would boost the confidence for the team. She says she isn't that no more, but she still catches up with the team sometimes for drinks and comes back extra late saying that they were just a fun night. I like her a lot. I don't believe this story. I believe you making this up and you just wanted, you know, to uh, have fun. But guess what, though? If that was the case, uh, knowing how much I love team sports and all that shit, man, and we got to win. And, and you knew what you was getting yourself into when you met her, man, and knew, understood, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we got to do whatever we got to do. Now, if they went in championships and shit, especially if you're a fan of the team, then you should feel proud. You know what I'm saying? Like, my girl, she really holds it down for the squad. But now, if this is a trash-ass team, and your bitch is running bustos, and these niggas is 0-4, 0-14, shit like that, man, yeah, I mean, no. No, no. Blank that out. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. My bad, <laughs> my bad. All right, all right. This is in bold letters. We're going to jump to it now, man. Spin the motherfucking wheel. <laughs> gardening. I will say I have a lot of respect for gardening. And if you ever meet a woman that's really into gardening, wipe that bitch off rip. And I know what you're going to say. Danny, the toe ring bitch is in the garden. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But it's different types of toe ring gardening bitches. It's some that want to grow weed, them, like, you know, whatever. Or go want to go to the fucking, you know, want to go on the mountains and trim weed for other niggas every blue moon. See, that's the rugby team type of shit, too. You can't fuck with the toe ring bitches that leave you for a few months to go trim weed. Them bitches be doing toe ring. They be doing rugby team shit, too. But then you got the uh, one, the, the vegan bitches that want to plant their own tomatoes and shit and feed you that shit. And you be like, damn, bitch, this tomato don't taste like the tomato from the market. Yo shit got a little dirt on it. This motherfucker a little, a little ashy. Like, what's up with these tomatoes you growing? The bitch be like, this is a cucumber. Oh, uh, bitch, this shit tastes nasty. <laughs> All your fucking vegetables taste like dirt. Why the, why the grocery vegetables taste 
tastes like vegetables, and your shit just tastes all the all the vegetables taste the same, bitch. So, uh, yeah, you got them type of bitches, but yeah, man, all right. <laughs> Cause I feel like I don't want I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> I don't really want to go there too far on that, but what was the, I, I forgot, what was this weird <laughs> shit? Gardening. Oh, yeah, but if you do, yeah, wipe the bitch up, though. <laughs> if a bitch in the garden, wipe her up, especially as a good hobby. That's a great hobby, man, for a bitch, man. Any bitch that care about the world and the land and all that shit, man. I just gave you just two bad examples, but just, you know, but that's still, it. The, the good part overrides the bad. That's all I'm saying. You might have to eat some some tomatoes that taste like dirt sometime. And you might have to smoke some trash ass weed. But is that that bad? No, it's kind of great in, in, in the hindsight of things. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that bad of a deal. All right. We'll hop into some white people shit. White people shit. Oh, hey, Danny and the Booth boys. Here's some white people shit I just thought of. Trivia Craft Brewery slash Bars. I went out to Trivia Night for the first time ever. It was a trendy craft brewery, and it was absolutely packed. The age range went from 20-something to 60. But except my wife was white, including me. I think the game Trivia pursues awesome white people shit. Have you ever played Trivia? P.S. You were a trivia question during the photo round where they show a bunch of famous Dan's, Daniels, and Danny's. Cheers from the Bay West. Yeah, man. Um... Trivia night as a bar. I mean, I, I only time I ever I didn't even know this shit exists, but I'm a huge um, Nathan Fielder fan, and um, that show he had on HBO, what was the shit called? The rehearsal. Uh, yeah, the reversal. He actually had an episode with a black dude. He was he liked the bitch, and they had a trivia night as a bar. You know what I'm saying? That's the first time I ever heard that that kind of shit existed. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I mean. It don't feel like, I seem like some cool shit. I, I ain't gonna, I mean, it is some white people shit because I didn't know that shit existed. But, um, yeah, that seemed like some cool shit to do. I feel like, you know, getting drunk. I feel like that's like some, uh, that's some breaking the ice type of shit. You feel what I'm saying? That's some singles. You know what I'm saying? If I'm, if I'm a nigga, like just, if I wasn't, if I was Daniel and wasn't Danny Brown, I was a single man. Yeah, I, I show up to Trivia Night at the bar. It's, it's an easy way to, to open a conversation with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Off the questions that you... All right. You get where I'm coming from. But yeah. Trivial Pursuit. I never played that shit in my life. I know what it is, though. Uh, but yeah. But that shots out... That's crazy, though, that I was a... Um, I was a part of a question of the Dan's, Daniels, and Dannys. Because uh, it's a lot of uh, Dan's, Daniels, and Dannys. I wouldn't... Um, but yeah, I guess... You want to stump somebody? Yeah, throw me in. Throw me in, coach. <laughs> Next up is meditation. Hi, Danny. Love to show your music. You are a talented man. In the United States, is meditation white people shit? If they look down upon in non-white communities as something yoga, soccer moms do, it has never been a game. Oh, it has been a game changer for me. But most of the meditation classes I've done. Just been white people. How can we get more color people to do meditation? No, meditation is the shit. What are you talking about, man? I mean, at the end of the day, man, I feel like when we fuck with the psychedelics and, um, you know, when you get too high sometimes, it's almost like a forced meditation. But you get so fucked up, you just zoned out. Like, Ugh. And you, like, it's a forced meditation. <laughs> so I feel like meditation is like the cleanest way of getting high. You know what I'm saying? So... 
I, I, I mean, I, I can say uh, I've done my thing with meditation. I fuck around with it and I understand the powers of it. The only thing about me and meditation is that uh, I got to be fully sober before I can really uh, experience the benefits of it because I don't know what to do first. Smoke, smoke a joint. Smoke a blunt or meditate first. Cause I don't, you know what I'm saying? They both affect each other. And I feel like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be smoking before I meditate. But I can't smoke. If I meditate when I'm smoking, then nigga, what the fuck? So whatever. So that's that. Y'all do know I used to be fully, I used to be really into um sensory deprivation. Going to the float tanks and shit, which I haven't been since I've been here in Austin. And I know they got the cool Samadhi tanks and all that shit. Which is fucked up, but I, I, I already told y'all what happened with that shit. Yeah, so that's that. Um, Damn, man. I don't think I ever made it this far into an episode with just not getting to the questions and shit. Your boy your boy be talking this shit now, huh? <laughs> so I guess I talk, I, I'm going to talk my video game shit before I get up out of here, man. Video game reviews. And you already know what I'm about to fucking talk about. NBA 2K. Because... <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. I've I've looked at my Steam. I've played over 500 hours of NBA 2K already this year. But what has happened now that changed my life? It's almost like the heavens opened up for me, the floodgates, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And um, this is actually, I mean, I've played 2K um a few years. I always get it on Steam, and I play it on PC. And um, what does this have to do? Right, but I, I I played on PC, but um, I always looked at consoles. You know, I played on console, but I've ended up getting into modding because of Cyberpunk. Started modding Cyberpunk, and then I just started getting into. Now I've been modding 2K, and oh my god, has it become an addiction? Like it, just just before I left here, I just um because they put Rui Hachimura, he went to the lake. They, they already got the new skin for him up. Instantly download. I'm just saying, I'm constantly downloading. I'm modding, I, I'm modding my NBA 2K more so than I'm playing it. <laughs> Every hour or something's new getting leaked. But it is, I will say, man, it's been a great time, man. It is everything that I hope for in a video game that I play so much for. And it lets me know how much 2K scams us. I guess they don't, um, they hate that. They hate that. That's why they don't show that much love to PC gamers of, of, of this game. You know, it's all about consoles because you can't mod shit on consoles. But man, it's been great, man. I'm really, um, I'm really doing a good time with it. And um, also, man, since we talking about video games, man, y'all niggas watch The Last of Us. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh man, it's been great. The Last of Us. I will say, man, one thing that I really loved about this game, man, that it had that sweet spot. Of, of 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 duration of the time you know what i'm saying because a lot of these times these video games are 100 hours and i play them you know i might if i get like like burnt out on the storyline i don't care no more or something new come out and i just don't give a fuck no more but i feel like one thing that i really loved about last of us it had like a good sweet spot where i didn't feel like i played i overplayed i didn't play too much and i could still finish the game you know what i'm saying so as it coming out as a TV show, and it's actually being so close to what the fucking game is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally know everything that's going to kind of happen type shit. 
and my girl, she she loving it too. So she's super into it. You get what I'm saying? It's like, I know what's going on. So it's like, I got to sit there and watch this shit with her and keep my mouth closed. Like, Ugh. and I want to tell her so much. Like, you don't really know this shit get crazy. This shit really about to get crazy. But the thing is about it is that, I mean, it's two, it's two games, right? And I feel like each game is probably like 15 and 30 hours if you want to get 100 or whatever the fuck. And um, I wonder how how many seasons are they going to stretch this out, you know? So that's make me have to like shut the fuck up because I can't really talk about certain shit with her and, you know, so that's a good thing. So I, I kind of feel like that's how people felt that um, read all the Game of Thrones books and was watching Game of Thrones and shit, you know what I'm saying? And they watching the show. So now it's like, I actually started back playing uh, Last of Us. Um, just to you know, what I'm saying just to refresh my memory and get back on it and all that shit. But I will say, man, it is, it is great, man. It is. Um, so that mean, man, video games are the future, man. A lot of these video games, man, that um, you know that we love, man. They are the, the stories. That's that's what I play a lot of my video games for, like the storylines. Like I used to be one of those type of niggas. I want the achievements, and I want all that. Now I be playing my shit on easy. I play my shit on um, story mode, whatever the fuck, just to get the story now, man. I'm old as fuck, man. I ain't got time to be fucking fighting. Over. That's why I gave up on Elden Ring. I said, you know what? I'll just watch this shit on YouTube. Because you can do that too, though. That's what a lot of things too. That's one thing I didn't tell my girl, though, because I feel like she'll do that. Because she's really, she want to know what's going to happen. For real. I wonder how they, I, I don't even know how they going to pull this shit off. But I feel like just in two games, they can probably run about four seasons of this shit. So it's like, damn, don't jump the gun too much with this shit, man. Ugh, we almost get up out of here in a minute, man. But, um, oh, yeah. That's some weird shit from the web. I just want to talk about um. last time we had we had Shane on here and we were talking about Cyrax and shit. And Shane was like, man, just leave him alone. And I am, I'm, I'm going to wave my white flag. I am going to leave Cyrax alone, man. I'm not going to um, fuck with anymore. But I realized, man, to me, man, you know what I realized? I realized why I fuck with the shit and why I like the shit in general. It's the same way as a motherfucker love like DC or Marvel. You know what I'm saying? But to me, it's just a low-cow universe. I have all these different characters and different fucked up individuals, but they're kind of like my superheroes and villains and some shit. So I watch all these niggas. And I do that, but I will say, man, I am I'm not fucking with um Cyrax over but um King Cobra, man. That's my nigga, man. I love that nigga, man. And um, but yeah, my YouTube algorithm is fucked up just like everybody else's. That's just how I know because um Y'all niggas know about review, bruh? Reporter of the week. I do, yeah. Bro, that's how I know my YouTube. Cause I haven't seen this nigga videos in forever. I've been sub to this nigga channel forever. And all of a sudden, then I just get, um, you know, a recommendation. I'm like, damn, this nigga's still around? This nigga's a vampire. Ain't no way you eating this much fast food, man. And he been doing this over five years. How is this nigga not Nick, Nick Avocado right now? For real, man. But shouts out to Review, bro, man. That's the wholesome content, man, we need on YouTube, man. Because YouTube is turning into a crazy place right now, man. I don't know if anybody um, anybody else noticed it, man. But, yeah, YouTube is getting... I don't know, man. It's just turning into some different shit. All right, we'll spin the wheel one more time. We'll get up out of here, man. I love y'all niggas, man. It's the Danny Brown Show. You do got to say, though, what uh, what sitcom reboot you going to be a part of? Oh! Mm-hmm. What sitcom reboot I would be a part of? Oh, Frasier. <laughs> Did it just be Danny? It's me. 
<laughs> so yeah, I'll be Frazier. Especially if, you know, I'm 40 something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm Frazier. Yeah, that nigga. It works out, don't it? It sounds about right. We'll do a reboot of Frazier, but it's Danny Brown. I think it'll work. So yeah, that's that. But yeah, man. So yeah, I love y'all niggas, man. Um, yeah, man. Oh, one more time. One more time, one more time, one more time. Motherfucking Joe Rogan. Yeah, man. I'm, my Rogan episode was fucked up, man. But I'm telling you, I was going through a lot of shit at the time, man. That's my, uh, my aunt had just died. I mean, I'm not about to make any excuses, man, about it. But yeah, man, my Rogan episode was fucked up. But I do find out, but I did find out that I am really funny. Because ain't no way you're supposed to be on Joe Rogan's show talking to that nigga about waves. <laughs> I feel like shouts out to my black community. That's where my trolling would go. That's where my trolling went too far, man. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, man. But shouts out to Rogan, man. I love that nigga, man. Um, the crazy shit about Rogan. Hold up, man. <laughs> Hold up. All right, man. Bye. Bye. We out of here, man. <laughs> it was going to go there. But I do love Rogan. I will say one thing about Joe Rogan, man. He do have one of the most firest motivational speeches to me. If you can be on TikTok sometime, every blue moon, it pop up, and it always stick for me. And that's a great way to end this episode. And he says, man, everybody can start their superhero arc today. You get what I'm saying? No matter what you was going through, man, everybody love a motherfucking comeback story. You get what I'm saying? So if you fucked up down in the dumps, you can start your comeback arc right now today. You can start your superhero shit today. So shouts out to Joe Rogan. He say shit like that all the time. That's that alpha brain, man. Love y'all niggas, man. I love you, man. <laughs>